This is Keith Sutton with Arkansas Farm Bureau. Today I'm at the Arkansas Women in Agriculture Conference in North Little Rock and I'm visiting with Krista Cup, who is the Vice President of the Herald Group in Washington, D.C. Krista, welcome to uh, our Farm Bureau podcast. Uh, you today were talking to the hundred or so women who are visiting here at the conference, uh, sharing with them some of your background as a communicator. And we'd like to share some more of that with the folks who are out there listening today. First of all, would you tell us some about yourself? Absolutely. So my career has been sort of here and there, um, but all really surrounding communication. So my very first job out of college, I worked for the National Rifle Association, really as a communicator. And I didn't know that that's what my job would be. Um, and, it, and it really morphed into, you know, how do you communicate a complex and difficult and potentially controversial topic in a, a way that makes sense to people? And so I took what I learned there and uh, went to Tyson Foods and really found my niche. I grew up on a farm. I'm, you know, fifth generation heritage farmer out of Missouri. And it was really a sort of calling back to what felt right to me. And so um, I took the skills that I learned at NRA and put those to test at Tyson. And now, you know, I'm doing the same kind of thing for multiple clients, um, ag, food, uh, in Washington, D.C., and talking about these really important issues that face our country, as well as just the global marketplace um, in food and agriculture in general. You talked as you started your presentation today about farmers are special, mm -hmm. farmers are noble. Yep. Talk a little bit about that. Why, why did you tell these women there's something special? You know, it's interesting because when I was young and, you know, on the farm, you know, it was not, it was not uh, unlike an everyday to see overalls and go to the feed store and to get up at five o'clock and milk the cows. It was sort of usual. And then when I left and I went to college in Kansas City, I realized quickly that a lot of people don't have those same experiences. And the farther that I, farther that I sort of moved from that, I realized more and more that those who are involved in agriculture and farmers are incredibly special because American farmers are feeding the world. And, and that's not an overstatement. That's the truth. One in three farm acres are planted for export. That is huge. And the majority of Americans don't have the privilege of seeing that and experiencing that. And so the farther that it seems like I may get from the farm, the closer I feel to my roots because I have this incredible passion for making sure that those individuals who don't get to experience that, who don't understand the impact that farming and agriculture has in the global uh, in the global marketplace, they don't understand it. They don't see it. And so I feel, in in a way, it's my job to help communicate those things. And so what I talked about today was encouraging encouraging these women to do the same. It may not come as naturally to them, but 
There are people, consumers and lawmakers and companies who are making decisions that absolutely impact their lives. And as farmers, as those who understand agriculture, we have to do a better job at communicating what we want, what the facts are, um, so, that there, so that consumer decisions are better, are more informed. And there is a disconnect right now. And I, I hope what I was able to communicate today was the importance and the value that they have um, at every level. Another thing you emphasize today is that the farm industry is under attack. Mm -hmm. And to so many of us, that just seems like something that shouldn't be happening. It doesn't make sense. Why, why do you think it is under attack? And, and what do we have to do to yeah. sort of combat that? The simple answer is it's under attack because people don't understand it. The average American is three generations removed from the farm. So when they, you know, see a term genetically modified organism, it scares them. It, you know, they don't know exactly what that is. They don't know the value of it. They don't realize that it's the most regulated thing out there, but that it can actually end world hunger. And I mean that. And People just don't understand it, and so I think in the simplest terms, what we have to do is help them to understand it. And I think for so long, and I said this today, for so long farmers have been doing what they do best, and that is farming. That is feeding the world. And they've sort of allowed, not their fault, but they've allowed the conversation to happen outside of them and not participating in it because they've been so busy feeding the world. But that conversation... Um, now has impacted on a, in a major way consumers uh, and buying habits, um, which absolutely affects their industry and their livelihood. Um, and so, yes, it's under attack. I think it's, for those of us who are in it every day, it's odd and strange. It's a noble thing to feed people. Um, and so we just have to take that conversation back and put it back in our court. Well, and you said today that <clears throat> the farm women mm -hmm. can actually change the world and how farming is viewed. Mm -hmm. What are some of the takeaways from that that you'd like our listeners to go away with? What can they do to help change the way things are happening? No, I, I agree. I, I talked about, you know, this word economics and home economics, and it really comes from an ancient word meaning administrator or manager. And we see that women typically have taken on the role as an economist on the farm. And these women today, and I've heard from many of them, they are so unique in that they understand the ins and outs of agriculture. They're really great communicators too. And so I encourage them today, and I encourage all of those who are listening, to contact your lawmakers, to post things on social media, to share facts about what it looks like on the farm. Take some pictures. Share those on your social media. Maybe participate in a blog or two. All of these things, you know, it's not a one-size-fits-all answer, but we have to be willing to carve out a little bit of time, a little bit of time I know we don't have, but to carve out time to communicate about agriculture, because if we don't, the future of agriculture doesn't look as bright as it did. And so I want to make sure that, that my kids, my daughter and my son, I want to make sure that they understand 
what it looks like on a farm, but that those same opportunities, whether to be on a farm or to be involved in agriculture, are going to be there for them. And if we go at the same pace we're going at now, I'm not so sure. And so I want to make sure that, that we're talking about these things and highlighting how important and noble and interesting agriculture truly is. I think that sums it up very, very well, and we appreciate you taking time to share with our listeners today. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thank you.